Hey guys, this is Sam, and you're listening to the Facing the Sun podcast, the show that helps shine a light on building a better you. Hi guys, welcome back to Facing the Sun. I am your host, Sam, and today I am joined by a self-love coach, Erica Biglow. We lit it up for about 20-25 minutes talking about the importance of coaching and the importance of self-love and how you carry yourself through the world. It's a really impactful episode, and I can't wait for you guys to listen. Enjoy. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Facing the Sun. Today I am joined by Erica Biglow. I'm so excited. She's a self-love coach and I think we're going to dive into all things coaching today. Erica, how are you? I'm amazing. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. I want to know how you got into self-love coaching first and foremost. So how I got here, clearly the pandemic got everybody all whirled up and everything, but even Prior to that, um, I've always had some kind of like yearning to know I needed to help in some kind of way. Don't know what. Um, so at one point I was thinking about like covenant homes, safe places for kids to go or adults that need a place to go to kind of transition. Um, still going to do that. But my sister was like, you know what? I think you would be a good coach. But then I'm like, me? Who wants to hear me? Like, I'm nobody to tell anybody anything. You know, that whole um imposter syndrome. So I, um, I was like, okay, fine. So I kind of just got my feet wet, put some stuff out there. She had a situation going on. So she was like, I have some clients for you. I mean, I fell in love with it. I was like, oh my God, this is the place. This is it. Like I felt so energized. I felt like I wasn't working. I was just kind of just being for someone else. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was like, I found it. So then I went and did my training, got my certificate, started my website and I've been booming since. And I am absolutely in love with my purpose. Oh, it coaching is the best. I will probably die on this hill for the rest of my life, but it's, yeah. it doesn't feel like working. It just feels like yeah. talking to people and getting to know mm-hmm. them. And it's the best part of what I do every day. Yeah. Even if you're having a bad day, that first client, I'm like, this is why I woke up. This is why you're here. So get yes. it, you know? And I, it just, yeah. It's and that's what that's the thing. It's like I'm not saying everybody's going to be a coach, but when you have that self love and that confidence, you have that confidence and the ability to want to do your purpose and not just do what you think society says you need to do. Girl, preaching to the choir, preaching to the choir. <laughs> so, how did you find like the self love niche? Did you know that's what you wanted to do when you first got into it, or did that evolve? So it it kind of just was like this is you. Because even like in school, like I was always different. First of all, I'm black and white. So I didn't, I didn't fit anywhere. Right. But not only was that an issue for me, it was also my mindset and the way I thought about things and saw things. People were like, why do you hold your head up so high? Or why do you walk in the room? Like you are. And I'm like, I'm not. And I had to reflect, like, am I doing something? Am I, is it the way that I'm presenting myself? Or Cause you want to check yourself too, if it is you. But then I started to realize I have a confidence that most people don't have. And that's, that's, that's not a, a a rare, it's a rare thing to have because people wear masks and these egotistical ideas of like, I'm the best, but in reality, when you dig deep, they don't feel that. But I, I, I feel what I wear. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And the better I have gotten with myself and the more positive I've become 
the more my outfit is just shining. And it's, I'm not, I don't think I'm better than anybody. I, I, I'm on the same playing field, but I also know my work and mm. I won't let anybody take that away from me. Mm. And I've known that from the, younger, oh, you're bougie or you're this. And no, this is just the way I carry myself. And I don't see anything wrong with it. I have a high regards to myself or for myself as you should. I think the problem here is you not being feeling so good about yourself. Not absolutely. Me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. this is so interesting because I was the opposite growing up. I did not carry myself with confidence. I mean, I'm like five foot 11 and I have big athletic shoulders and I was so self-conscious. I would, I hunched when I walked and I kind of slouched mm. to make myself small. And it wasn't until I was in my twenties that I really started to embrace like the confident demeanor in my right. life. So how would you, what advice would you give or kind of where would you have people start that want to embody that confidence, but just don't feel it when they, when they walk around during the day? So the first thing is, is, well, with my clients, the way we do it is we, they'll come to me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I want to get organized is what they'll come to me for already as a life coach, as you know, too, that's not the issue. There's mm-hmm. always an underlying issue that that's just what you're seeing mm-hmm. as that issue. But so I don't really focus on people being organized when they say that I will say, that's what I'm going to do for you because that's what you came for. Right. right? But I'm going to give you what you need period. Because I, I am, um, I'm not, I don't want to take anyone's money unless there's value. So I'm not going to just appease you and say, Oh, let's get this organizing plan together. No, I'm going to figure out what's going on. So we start with an onion peel Mm -hmm. and that gets down deep to see where people start with the self-doubting talk. Where did that come from? Where is those first things that you've heard when you were born? Because essentially the outside kind of navigates and puts a story on you. And it's on you to decide like, you know what, that's not my story. This is who I actually am and bring that out. But you have to get down to the root of why you do feel the way you do. So we can start unfolding that and then start pouring back into yourself and figuring out who you are and start loving that person. Mm-hmm. Then everything else comes, but it starts within and it almost is like a tree and it just grows out. Always, always. So if people are really wanting to start this self-love journey, can they do an onion peel on their own and just start asking these questions? Why, or would it be more beneficial to have someone like us help them navigate through that? In my opinion, when you are emotionally attached to things and ideas, you're not going to ask the right questions. We do. Right. So when we start to onion peel with them and we start to realize certain things that will trigger us to be like, okay, let me ask these questions. Just try to make them dig deeper in there because we can't do that for them. Right. We don't know what their deepest, darkest secret is, and we won't know it unless they feel comfortable enough to say it. So you have to start opening up and navigating for them to feel like, okay, she knows what she's talking about, but these are questions that I wouldn't even ask myself if I had to. Mm-hmm. So we were the ones that have to ask those difficult questions that people will not do on their own. Absolutely. Shameless plug for both of us, but get a coach. They will ask you the right questions and they will help you navigate what's and going guide on. guide you because they're not emotionally connected to it. So they mm-hmm. can see the picture a little bit brighter than somebody that is so, you know, um, in a, in a sense of chaos. And, the, and also we have the ability to, to help you reframe these thoughts that you're having. I mean, I'm guilty of this. I'm my own worst enemy and I'm my own worst critic. And so it's so nice to have my coach say, 
I totally understand why you would think that way, but let's think about it from this perspective, or maybe let's try navigating it this way. Mm -hmm. Whereas in my mind, I mean, it's chaos in there all the time. Exactly. A coach kind of helps calm me down and helps me game plan. And almost, I, I tell my, I tell my people, we're essentially, you think of me as a buddy, a support buddy. I'm just that person that's going to be like, I'm not going to be your yes person. I'm going to tell you the truth and I'm going to push you along a little bit more than you want to. So that's it, you know? So, um, that's another reason why I love my job because I meet so such amazing people that just never had that person in their corner to be like, no, that's not okay. You know, set that boundary, step up, talk for yourself. (laughs) No, you know? And I love that. One of my clients, I, I love her to death, but she told me that one of her friends patted her on the head before. And I was like, like a a dog, like a little pack. Mm. (laughs) I was like, I'm sorry, but you will never have that happen again. And if you do, our sessions are done because they're not working because no. And she was like, you know, honestly, I'd never even thought of it that way until you said it the way you did and made me think of it in a different light. So exactly like we're saying those questions that are being asked and also the responses that we give back to when people are like, well, why is this? you know, so it's just a guide. Yeah. And and I, I think going back to what you said earlier, we're not emotionally charged by any of these things that are happening. We can look at them very platonically and say, mm-hmm. based on my experience and my education, this is probably what's happening because mm-hmm. I know for me personally, when things happen to me in my life, I, t- I add so much to them that probably isn't there. I add a dialogue to a situation that didn't happen or all yeah. of this stuff. And so my coach is like, Sam, <laughs> first of all, chill out for a second. They're probably yeah. not thinking that you're probably overthinking it mm-hmm. more than they are. And it's just such a nice practice in self-awareness to be able to realize that you're thinking these things, but then be able to step away from them. But I wouldn't have right. been able to do that without a coach. No chance. Right. No chance. Right. Right. I do believe coach coaches help very much. So I feel like, um, like you said, it gives you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. It just is, it just different. Just like when you talk to your best friend or one of your friends and you're in a relationship, they're going to see things different than you do because you're emotionally connected. So you, all of that, those hormones are fogging your thoughts and all in your head, you know, unnecessary, but it's just what the nature is of emotions and everything else going on. Absolutely. I totally agree. Uh, what is, your, what does your self-love practice look like? I'm curious. Um, so before I even start my day, I will not speak to my mom, my sister, no one in the morning. I take care of my son, which is clearly part of me, get him off to school, make sure he's nice and positive and happy, come straight home, do a little workout, a walk, a run or stretch something for me. And then I do at least a 15 to 20 minute meditation, depending on my day before or after. And I do not do anything else before that. And then when anybody wants to speak to me after, I'm like, hey, here's a hundred. What do you want? I have it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I definitely put me first. And what made me realize that is the first time I went on a plane with my son. He's actually seven now, but he was probably like one and a half or two. And the lady came by and she said, if something happens, I need you to put your mask on first. And that entire flight, I thought to myself, like, no, that's wrong. Like I got to take care of my kid. Like he's it. Everything is him. But I started to make my wills turn. 
And it made sense later, like, okay, if I'm not a good, positive person or happy inside, what kind of mom is that going to make me to him? Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Yeah. And, and translates to every other relationship. Even if you don't, everything you cannot pour from everything. Nope. And so you can't be happy for people when you're sad, correct. you can't motivate other people because now it's about you and your victim. And my life is all over the place. It's falling apart. Great. So is everyone else's, but what are you doing? Mm-hmm. 100%. And, but I think a lot of people get stuck in this self self-care is an interesting term for me. And self-love is an interesting term because a lot of people coin it as I'm going to go get a massage. I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to buy myself a meal. That's great. Please take care of yourself. Go indulge every once in a while. But self-care and self-love is also the shit that's really hard. Shadow and waking up and taking care of your body, eating right, getting enough sleep. Like these things that people tend to forget about are actually the foundation that we should be building practice on. Yeah. Well, the self-love thing is tricky for me. And I actually just did a meetup yesterday about it. Um, and the topic was, is self-love selfish? Mm. Because everybody wants to say, well, if you're doing self-love, all you're thinking about is yourself and it's all about you and you don't think about other people, but that's not the truth. Mm. If you're positive, then you're positive for other people around you. People at Starbucks, you have your response is nicer than all p- pissed off and no patience, just everything. And you don't know what that little smile could do for that person that you smiled at. You know, you could have changed their entire world, just not knowing, you know, I've had one of my clients, a guy in the store, he was in front of him, the guy in the store, he said something, he was like, God bless you or something. And he went to his car and the guy came behind him and said, you don't know, I was going to go home and eat this as my last meal. But by you telling me, God bless you made me feel like God is watching over me. You came out of nowhere. And that is the difference between life or death. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a real thing. You do not know mm-hmm. what your touch to another person will or will not do. Wow. That is yeah. insane. Also, how crazy is it that people gravitate towards, I've noticed this for myself too, when I'm taking care of myself and doing what I need to do to make myself happy and at peace, people naturally gravitate towards me. And they want to be around that energy and they want to talk to me. I mean, the people that have reached out just from this podcast alone, crazy, because they can tell that I'm talking and we're talking about things that matter and really make a difference. And you can tell, Mm -hmm. like, people are going to watch this episode and be like, wow, they really love what they do. They really (laughs) like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's why I do my free 50, 30 minute session for everybody before charging Mm -hmm. any money. First of all, I want to make sure we mesh well. Mm -hmm. Because this is a very serious topic. And if you don't feel safe here, we're not going to get anywhere. And I'm not going to be the service to you. So you should find somebody that will work for you. Right. But then also it shows them that I am a human and I care. I'm not just doing this for a business or whatever. This is actually my purpose, but I need to relay that with that message when you, when you talk to them, you know, so very important. Um, what sucks is there are people out there that are doing this and it's not for the right reasons, but I think that they'll weave themselves out on their own. So it's not. People are usually pretty smart and they can see yeah. through disingenuous people. It sucks that they exist, but you know, the way the cookie crumbles and kind of the other side of the it world. is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But I've yeah. learned that we just got to let them roll and they'll sort themselves out eventually. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. And people are going to realize that it, 
really does make a difference. And starting with yourself is how you break the cycle for Mm -hmm. everything else in your life. Yep. Yep. And that's the thing. I don't think people realize how many people they affect Mm -hmm. until they start noticing. And then people see them shine. Like you said, you just, people gravitate towards you or do you just randomly see people staring at you? Mm -hmm. That means that you are in a higher velocity that people can feel. It's an energy you give off. So when I say having that self-confidence, you need to feel it. It, you can't, you can put a mask on, but it's a difference from wearing the outfit and people can just feel your energy. And I'm not saying you're going to walk around in Gucci and that's not it. You can walk around in a goodwill outfit and still have that same brightness. If you are really feeling what you're saying. Absolutely. It's the vibrations. Everyone can feel them. Yep. Period. Period. Even the dogs. My dog will not leave my side. Oh yeah. Mine's <laughs> my brother's funny. like, the dog is like attached to your hip. And I was like, yeah, he feels my energy. They're the best readers and new and kids. Yep. Yeah. yeah. My, my dog, have you ever heard the phrase? Like your dog is a reflection of your personality and like your, yeah. my dog and I have experienced this really crazy energy shift since I started taking care of myself and doing what I yeah. loved. He's a rescue and he used to just be crazy oh. and like misbehave all the time. And now he is the most well-behaved dog just settled right into it. And now we just kind of have this awesome symbiotic relationship where we are just yeah. attached at the hip and we're just good. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's real. And that's the thing. So I had a client last night. I have some clients that I do at night, depending on where they live. And he was like, it's starting to get scary. (laughs) And I was like, don't be scared of it. It's always been there. You just were so under so much stress. You didn't see it. You missed it. So now you're starting to see it and making sense of it. It's just what it is and embrace it. It's crazy. I love it. Self-love guys. It's, it's so yeah. important. Please make it a priority. Yeah. We need to change the generational curses. People are not loving each other and that's because they don't even know how to love themselves first. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't even know themselves well enough to love themselves. I mean, they've just been doing what society has told them to autopilot. Do. Yeah. Yeah. And we just are yeah. Walking around with blinders on all the time. Like machines, like little robots, essentially robots, because they train our brains to think something. They put it in the TVs, on the music, everywhere, so that you are trained to think this way. And nobody wants to look up and be like, hold on, this is chaos. What is, is this okay? Mm -hmm. No. Cut. Are you going to have some problems and things come your way? Absolutely. But if you're doing the right thing, it works out. 100% 100% mic drop. If you're doing the right thing, it always works out. You cannot mess up anything that is meant for you. Point nope. blank. Yep. Nope. You can be late. Hmm? You can be late, but you can't mess it up. Ooh, I like that. You can be late, but you can't mess it up. Ooh, Erica. Wow. What a pleasure. I have one final question for you that I ask Please. all of my guests on my episode. If you could give yourself a piece of advice to the version of yourself five years ago, what would it be and why? Surrender. Ooh, unpack that. Um, uh, uh, Surrender because, like I said, we're in this rat race of chaos and we don't take a second to see what is really important. And that's family, people, time energy money and material things are going to come and go as they please so take the things that matter time with your family 
my son mm-hmm. and really be present mm-hmm. and not just be there because you're trying to get to the next thing. Slow down. So anytime my son is home, I don't do anything that has to do with anything besides paying attention to what his little brain wants to tell me and focusing and not just shooing him off because that does a lot to him too. His confidence and I'm trying to build him to be a very positive, confident person early, not later. Wow, how powerful. We I will link um all of Erica's things, her website, her socials, all of that so you guys can connect with her if you'd like to. Erica, it was such a genuine pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so awesome. much. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you so much and I so look forward to hearing from you guys. Hello, my friends. Just a friendly reminder, I do offer life coaching. So if something in today's episode resonated with you, you can book a free call with me. I would love to chat with you. You can find me on my socials or send me an email at sam at sunfloweragencies.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you want to keep up with all the happenings, be sure to like, follow, subscribe. You know the drill. You can also find me on Instagram at samadam7 and find out more about the biz at sunfloweragencies.com. That's S-N-F-L-W-R agencies.com. Thanks guys.